So the Cybertruck officially launched the other day and in typical Elon Musk fashion, it was overpromised and underdelivered. But I think the disappointment was dialed up quite a bit more with the Cybertruck than just about every other Tesla launch that we've seen before. Because say what you want about Tesla sports cars, they actually do check all the boxes that a sports car is supposed to check. They're fast, they're sexy, they're fun to drive, and they're fun to ride in. And sure, you might end up spending thousands or even tens of thousands of dollars on software upgrades, like literal ones and zeros, to unlock features that were already built into the car from the moment it rolled out of the factory. But if you're the kind of person that's looking to buy a sports car in the first place, then you're already probably pretty deep in the pool of frivolous spending. And so speaking strictly from a financial perspective, I don't think it makes a lot of sense to be that turned off by the software purchases. And if you are, then you might just want to reconsider the whole sports car purchase in the first place. Maybe get something more practical like a used Corolla and then spend all that money that you would have saved on investments, you know, something that you're actually going to get a return on. Now, when it comes to trucks, it's a little bit of a different ball game. Sure, there's people who buy trucks just for the aesthetics, like you've got the stereotypes about short guys or guys with a small dick that go and buy a huge jacked up truck as like a way to compensate. But most people, especially in my neck of the woods, buy trucks for practical reasons because they work blue collar jobs and they need a truck for them. In my case, I bought a Toyota Tacoma to use on my farm. I actually traded in my Mercedes for the Tacoma and I love it. I feel like the Tacoma is like the ThinkPad of vehicles. It's versatile, it's got four wheel drive, it's got a tight turning radius, and it's even got a power outlet in the back near the bed that I can run some power tools off of. I really hope that I have my Yuki, that's what I named my Tacoma, for a long time to come. But using a Cybertruck for blue collar work, it's, it's a bit of a head scratcher. So let's get the obvious thing out of the way. It's an electric vehicle and in rural America, you don't have that many options outside of your home for charging it. Now this is slowly changing, you know, more charging stations are being built, but we're probably gonna be on like the fourth or fifth generation Cybertruck unless Tesla scraps it all together until you're gonna start seeing these like beyond 50 miles outside of Richmond. Now, like I said, you can charge it at home, but the range of the Cybertruck is very limited despite having the largest battery that Tesla has ever put in a vehicle. It's only got a 250 mile range from a single charge on the base model, and that's half of what was originally promised. Even the higher end model that's dubbed the Cyber Beast, which costs 100 grand by the way, only gets about 450 miles of range. Now you can add a range extender to the Cybertruck uh, in the form of another big battery pack that gets bolted into the bed of your truck, but it's going to take up about one third of your bed space, which kind of defeats the purpose of having a truck in the first place, and it obviously adds some weight. And also speaking of weight, the Cybertruck is pretty heavy. 
It weighs over 6,600 pounds or over 3,000 kilograms for you non-Americans, which is comparable to something like a Super Duty F-350 XLT, except the Ford has about triple the Cybertruck's towing capacity, which is only about 11,000 pounds. So needless to say, the Cybertruck is not really a work truck, which means you're going to be buying it for the aesthetic purposes. And I know beauty is subjective, but I just don't find the Cybertruck appealing. It kind of looks like it's something that would be in a PlayStation 1 game. Plus, if you buy almost any other kind of truck, you can at least LARP like you're a guy who needs a truck. You know, you can pretend to be a redneck, but as soon as people see you pull up in the polygon on wheels, they're going to know that you're not a real blue-collar guy. And a lot of would-be Cybertruck fans seem to agree with me because once the truck launched with the higher than expected price and the much lower than expected range, a lot of people actually started asking for their $100 deposits back and Tesla's stock price fell by about 2%. And honestly, I think that's where a lot of the leftover hype for the Cybertruck is coming from. It's just like when people invest a lot of money in some random shit coin that they know nothing about and then they're gonna start tweeting memes about it all day because maybe, you know, they're hoping that somebody's going to see this meme and invest and then they can just dump their bags on them when the price goes up. Now, despite all of these negative feelings that I have about the Cybertruck, I actually do hope that Tesla has some success in the truck market and that hopefully other electric truck manufacturers are gonna be forced to be better. Because if you compare the specs of the Cybertruck to the Ford Lightning or the Rivian, the Cybertruck actually does look like a better deal, especially on the top end. And all of these trucks have the same downsides as the Cybertruck compared to gasoline and diesel-powered trucks that I mentioned earlier. And if we're going to use this exclusively for farming, you know, something like a Cybertruck, um, and you were going to get farm use tags for it, and so you're never going to take it on the highway and, you know, things like that, the range issue isn't really going to be an issue. Repairing it yourself is still going to be a problem, and I bet that the Cybertruck is harder to repair than the rest of these electric trucks are because of how hostile Tesla is to right to repair. But if you're able to generate your own electricity on a farm or ranch or something like that and then charge your Cybertruck with it, That'd be pretty sweet. Oh, and one other thing that I've got to mention here because ballistics knowledge is rare and everyone's like, oh my God, the Cybertruck is bulletproof. Calling it bulletproof is kind of like calling Planet Fitness a weight training gym. It's obviously more bulletproof than almost any other consumer vehicle that's on the market, probably literally any consumer vehicle on the market, because of the fact that its body is made from this really hard stainless steel and not aluminum, but it's not going, like, it's only going to stop slow pistol caliber rounds, like the 45 ACP, uh, which is probably why they chose a Tommy gun for the bulletproof test. But any modern rifle, even an AR-15, which I guess is technically not that modern since the new U.S. military rifle is chambered in 7.62 by 51, um, but, you know, still, like, something like a 223 shot out of my 
self-deprecated AR-15 would absolutely Swiss cheese the cab of a Cybertruck. So it's not as bulletproof as you might think it is. I know somebody out there is going to overestimate the bulletproofness of the Cybertruck, and so I'm hoping that this will maybe uh, prevent that from happening. You know, don't go driving your Cybertruck through the hood thinking that you're safe from gangbangers because those guys have Dracos and the two or three shots that they're gonna manage to get off before their gun jams will actually hit you, assuming that they do hit you and not the family reunion that's taking place across the street. But that's it for this video, guys. Let me know what you think about the Cybertruck in the comment section below. Like and share this video to hack the algorithm and check out my merch on based.win. I've got new prints like the Little Damon shirt. It also comes in a hoodie, sleeveless shirts, and shirts for the ladies. And of course, you can save 10% store-wide automatically on base.win by using Monero XMR at checkout. Have a great rest of your day.